0: This is Bunny Michael. Connecting to your higher self is an unlearning process, unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. Success, fulfilling relationships, self-acceptance, inner peace, all of that begins when we realize that that is what we deserve, what we've always deserved. Aligning with your higher self is an awakening process and it is no easy feat. But as you will learn from the callers on this podcast, our journeys might look different, but our path is the same. Welcome to Exo Higher Self. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Exo Higher Self. It's your friend, Bunny. I hope that you're doing well. That was a little bit of a sing-songy hello, but... I'm just feeling the vibe, I guess. (laughs) I hope that you've had a great week so far. I think when this episode comes out, it's going to be Wednesday hump day. So we're right in the middle of it. And I hope this episode gets you back on track. If it's been hard to stay aligned with your higher self midweek, we all need the reminder, no matter what's going on, the most important thing is that you're loved and you're whole already and you're enough already. I also want to put out a friendly reminder that we need more Patreon supporters, more Apple subscribers. You get access to the bonus episodes, the Bunny at Home bonus episodes. Me and Kara talking about relationship stuff, personal stuff, experiences, my process. The last episode we did, we talked about my music stuff in terms of the struggles I've had with creativity and being an artist and not letting my ego get caught up. The bonus episode before that, we talked about our best and worst breakups. And it was kind of funny because Kara was telling me things about breakups they've been through that I had never even heard before. So yeah, we reveal a lot of things on these bonus episodes and it, and it's really fun and it's really cute. And if you sign up as an angel subscriber on our Patreon, then you can watch the video versions of those bonus episodes. And otherwise, if you're a family support subscriber, you get to listen to the audio. And if you're a full subscriber, you get the audio too. And if you're a subscriber, you also get ad-free of the regular episodes, so that's a bonus, right? Come on, that's such a bonus. Okie doke, so today's episode is about breakups and dealing with our exes, moving on, being with other people, what that does to us, having to watch that, and it's never easy, right? It's it, The breakup's hard already, it's hard to break up, especially if you've been together for years dealing with that loss no matter how shitty the relationship was is is hard you're grieving a loss you're grieving this time that you were together and that's never easy but then there's a whole other phase where you find out they're with somebody else and it's kind of like the grieving starts over in another fashion it's another aspect of the loss when you really see them be with somebody else romantically. Not easy, right? So I'm sure everybody can relate on some level to this. And let's get to the question. Hi, Bunny. Thank you so much for giving us the space to ask you questions. I enjoy your podcast and your post on IG very much. Thank you for taking the time to listen and respond with an open heart. My four-year relationship ended seven months ago. It ended terribly and my ex-boyfriend moved on rather quickly within days of our breakup and now is married to the woman he's known for less than a year. I've done a lot of shadow work during these seven months and learned that I wasn't good at communicating and because of that, I would bottle everything up until I would burst and lash out. I was very resentful during the last months of our relationship and understood that I stayed in this relationship longer than I should have because of fear of facing my shadow. These last seven months have been very hard, scary, yet rewarding. I feel myself expanding and can say that I actually love myself. Of course, I've only started this healing journey seven months ago, so it's no surprise that my old conditioning negative thoughts often kick in. My ex-boyfriend isn't a bad person, but he was not a good boyfriend. He had a deep fear of vulnerability and I made peace that he was just not comfortable with being affectionate. We didn't take pictures together. We didn't hold hands in public, etc. There was also a lot of substance abuse and I think I would take care of him in order to avoid taking care of me. I think I stayed longer than I should have because number one, I was waiting for him to grow so that our relationship could take off. And number two, I thought he was the only person that could love me. Learning that he recently got married after six months of being broken up is so confusing. It seems that he's turned his life around completely. I don't want to be bitter because I don't deserve to hold that. But it does confuse me as to why he wasn't the very nicest to me during our four-year relationship, but has given up certain vices and even married a person that he met six months ago. I wish I could move forward without fear. I don't want to feel like I wasn't enough for this person to change during our relationship. I would love to hear your input and look forward to hearing from you. All the love. Hi, babe. No matter what the circumstances of your breakup, the fact that you were together for four years makes the aftermath of the breakup hard. And on top of that, seeing your ex get married six months later To another person, so quickly is also very difficult. So I want to remind you that just because you're struggling and having these thoughts and feeling overwhelmed does not mean anything is going wrong here, or even that there's anything that you need to like figure out. A lot of times when we're having difficult emotions or struggling, as people who are on the healing path, we think we need to like get rid of those feelings right away or find some kind of solution so that they go away because it's just so uncomfortable. And if we were evolved enough or aware enough or healed enough that we wouldn't be feeling uncomfortable, like it would all just be okay. But what you're going through is just gonna feel shitty on some level. So don't judge yourself for that. And while yes, I'm going to bring in some more higher self perspective on this, I don't want you to put pressure on yourself to like be there yet, right? To be able to just have that higher self perspective all the time. Sometimes our higher self perspective is really just about letting ourselves just have the feelings and be struggling and knowing that there's no shame about that. So On this podcast, we talk a lot about how relationships show us our wounds and our fears of being unlovable, if we're willing to really look at that. But just because a relationship triggers that stuff doesn't mean it's also the place where we're going to be able to heal it. Most of us have been in relationships where when we were in it, we just weren't able to see What was really going on with us, let alone have a clear understanding of what was going on with our partners. But then after the relationship ended, that self-awareness was able to flourish and the realizations come flooding in. But again, that's only if we're willing to go there. It doesn't just happen automatically. You have to actually choose to look at that stuff, and that takes courage. You have been in this sort of time already doing a lot of processing, a lot of inner work, and you've made many amazing realizations. One of them being that you sacrificed your self-care because you thought it was what was needed to take care of him and the relationship. You spent four years in many ways prioritizing his journey, his healing, making room for his needs, often sacrificing your needs for affection and tenderness. And you did that because you loved him. But now his journey is not your responsibility. Yes, he got married. But you have no idea what's going on in that relationship or in his own realizations or what he has been able to heal or see about himself or reflect on about your past relationship. The truth is you just, you just don't know. And I think you are so used to making him the priority in your life that even though you're no longer together, you still feel very much invested in wondering what you did or didn't do that he wasn't able to change with you. You're still trying to figure that out, to figure him out. You still believe on some level that you were responsible for his growth during your relationship. What he was able to face within himself in that relationship was about him, not you. No one can make someone face their stuff, no matter how much they love them, no matter how much they accept them, no matter how much they sacrifice for them, because that's not how it works. You said you wonder why you weren't good enough to make him change, but you would never be enough to make him change because it's never about you. It's not about you. The whole idea that you somehow needed to be more for him to be more is an illusion. You couldn't force him to do that and neither could his new wife. It's a choice that he makes. The truth is we can't play God and say, well, this should have happened at this time in my life and with this person. He should have been able to love me the way I needed it. I should have been able to make better choices. But should it have been that way? Because maybe it shouldn't have. Maybe it was never supposed to. Maybe he wasn't supposed to have those realizations when he was with you. Maybe you weren't supposed to change with him. Maybe the ways in which you've helped each other heal was only possible if you ended it. Our culture treats the ending of a relationship as the failure of a relationship. But really, relationships end because they've served their purpose. That doesn't mean it's not going to feel like total shit. To go through a breakup. That doesn't mean you're not gonna think about them when you really don't want to. That doesn't mean you're not gonna grieve that loss, miss them, wish they were there, wish you could share something with them, wish you could text them, wish you could watch a movie with them, wish you could cook with them, miss the little quirky things about them. That's part of the process. But with time, it gets a hell of a lot easier to let that go. And in a way, his marriage is actually helping you let it go more. It's actually creating a really great boundary where it's just like, it's over. Set in stone. He isn't your responsibility anymore. You don't have to carry him anymore. He could be really happy right now, or he could be really miserable. He could be thinking about you, or he could not. The point is, you don't have to know. The point is, this is about you. This is about loving yourself, taking care of yourself, putting your attention on yourself, the attention that you've sacrificed for so long. You can do this. Sending you lots of love. Hello, Exo Higher Self fam. It's Bunny here. I am so thrilled to announce my debut book, Hello Higher Self, An Outsider's Guide to Loving Yourself in a Tough World, is now available for pre-order. This book is the essential manual for unlearning your limiting beliefs, that have been ingrained in you by the toxicity of our culture and your trauma and your socialization. We all have to unlearn this stuff so we can channel the power of our higher self. And everyone who pre-orders this book will receive a special free gift from me to be announced shortly. So hurry to the pre-order link in the show notes and get yourself a copy. I cannot wait for you to read it. Recently, I did a talk with an author at the New York Public Library, and this author's name was is Camon Felix, and she just put out a book called Dyscalculia, and she's an amazing writer. She's actually mostly a poet, but she put out this um, memoir about going through a really, really tough breakup and also about... Her mental health journey. And this book is so, so beautiful. So beautiful. I highly recommend you getting this book. It's not a super like lighthearted book. (laughs) It gets really deep, but it's just so beautifully written. And one of the things we talked about when we did this author talk at the New York Public Library in front of an audience and I was hosting, I was asking, interviewing her, asking her questions about her book she mentioned how breakups are a trauma. And a lot of times we don't let ourselves realize that, that a breakup can be really, really a traumatic experience. And the healing process of that trauma is is hard. But we tend not to give ourselves that kind of grace. Um, that we would say, you know, if we had like a really bad injury or something, you've spent years with this person. You're sharing a bed with this person. You're, you're devoting so much of your energy to this person. And then that, when that person is gone, of course, that loss is super, super real. And it can also trigger feelings of Abandonment from childhood, you know, there's a lot of things going on in that. And so the process of moving through the aftermath, working that stuff out, talking to therapists, doing your healing work, listening to podcasts, reading the books, that whole thing journey that you put yourself through afterwards and take care of yourself through and trudge through is really really hard but it's also so 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 rewarding you come out the other side being like wow i know myself so much better now i know what i want more i know what's good for me i know what's not good for me you learn so much and it's just so so beautiful even though it's so so hard so if you're looking for a good breakup book uh dyscalculia by camon felix i would definitely definitely read it all right friends thank you so much for being here and again thank you for your support sign up as an apple subscriber please sign up as a patreon subscriber we need your support to keep this thing going i love you so much and so does your higher self make sure to take care of yourself this week all right see you next time bye